All right, a little piano interlude. That was actually called Uplifting Moments, or Movements, excuse me. And this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. This is our first live show here on Podbeam. Very happy to be here. And it's actually been our first live show in quite some time. And my plan is to do this on a, to do this on a monthly basis and see how it goes. If you're on the Podbeam app, uh, you can actually have the ability to call in, and we do allow that. If you're not, if you go on the app or on Podbeam's site and search for me, uh, if you're on, if you saw the link on Twitter, you just enter your email, and then I will bring you on with me as well. So it's real easy to do the uh, to allow the call-ins and to see who's there. So that's pretty cool. All right. So let's begin. Uh, this is when I essentially look around the internet for news, and I reported to you on sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics. And maybe you don't know, but I think most of you do know that there's a writer strike going on right now in Hollywood. And the problem is, right now we probably won't notice too much. But down the road, we're going to see some shows are not being done. One thing I know for sure, James Gunn is actually has stopped writing his Superman uh, legacy script. He actually has stopped because of the strike, and he won't get started until they've actually, you know, come up with a solution. So we shall see. But um, but yeah, that's it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt. The last strike I believe took a hundred days before they uh, resolve that. So pretty, pretty major stuff. Sci-Fi Talk continues, so stay tuned. Two major trailers came out this week. The third trailer for The Flash came out. And frankly, I just wanted more. I mean, it's just a great friggin' trailer and had me super excited. And recently, director Andy Musetti talked to Collider about cameos that could ha- that could not happen because of scheduling or, or even because it didn't fit into the plot. There was at one time Linda Carter's Wonder Woman was even considered, and then Grant Gustin's The Flash from TV. But his appearance did not work out because it didn't fit into the plot. If you've seen the, uh, the trailer for Dune 2, it also came out, and we got our first glimpse of Princess Urulan played by Francis Pugh. There's also key moments from the book, and they were also done in the 1984 Dune version as well, but done very differently in this version. Look much more epic, a lot of desert stuff, uh, and also uh, I did see some shots of Benny uh, Jesuit uh, mother, Lady Jessica, played by Rebecca Ferguson. So interesting stuff. Um, it, there's there's some good dialogue that I saw in there uh, between Stilgar and Paul that I really liked. So it's an interesting trailer. Did you catch uh, Did you catch Austin Butler's Fade Rautha, his new look, going totally bald? So I hope to talk to the makeup artist again, uh, Donald Moad, who actually worked on the first film too. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope you can join me. This is live. I'm, this is, you know, it's like, what, uh, 2.04 in the afternoon here on a Thursday. 
and uh, come join me if you'd like. We can talk a little more about it. So recently Collider spoke to Zendaya, who is Cheney, and she feels that now Cheney is really a part of herself. She enjoyed doing the love story between Cheney and Timothy Chalamet's Paul. So interesting. Now, it seems like there's a new trend that's going around. It's called review bombing. So it's, it's really instigated by fans. I don't agree with doing something like this. But apparently this happened for James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. On the surface, it looks like it was fans of the Snyderverse who were behind this, trying to ruin the response to the movie before it even came out. It does, this film does mark the last James Gunn Marvel movie now that he's running DC Studios with Peter Safran. I read one review that was glowing. They cited some parts that were, you know, not great, but, but good. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's his last go around. I liked what he did with the Guardians, and I, I hope to see that he does uh, more of that. Some great news for DC is that James Lee, or Jim Lee, has been promoted to president of DC Comics. He was the publisher and the chief creative officer. He'll continue in the role of, as publisher going forward. The Mary Sue reminds us it's been four years since Alita Battle Angel came out. But there's no confirmation on a sequel yet. See, there's a roadblock. It was the last film released by 20th Century Fox, before Disney acquired them. But James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez are confident, but it is right now in Disney's hands. You know, streaming, uh, let's go look there. Deadline has confirmed that Sweet Tooth will have its third and final season on, next, on Netflix. Jim Mickle, a director that I've spoken to many times in the past and creator and showrunner said, this is a story he wants to tell. He added during the course of the 24 episodes, the characters tell him what, to, what they want to be. And the cast and crew round out the uh, process. Sci-Fi Talk returns in a moment. J. Michael Straczynski says that a Babylon 5 animated movie is coming, as he announced on Twitter. And this is according to Variety. Coming soon, more details on his Twitter feed on the release and the title. So how about them apples? That's really interesting. Tor.com has news on the first trailer for Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. It is available. The movie takes place 64 years before we meet Katniss Everdeen. You can see it on their site at Tor.com and also on YouTube. I've seen it. Viola Davis looks downright nasty. And the, it just looks like a really epic film in keeping with the other films, perhaps a little bit, a little bit, uh, a little bit bigger, I should say. I don't know if you've seen Mrs. Davis, but it is a quirky, quirky series on, uh, of all places, Peacock. So just to give you an idea, she's a nun that makes a deal with intrusive, all-knowing, and fully integrated AI into people's lives. The deal is that she will find what the AI wants, namely the Holy Grail. Yeah, Holy Indiana Jones. And in return, the AI will end its own existence. In real life, Gilpin's father is a priest 
who helped her lose some misconceptions she had about nuns. And her full interview is on Collider. The series is fun, but it also makes sense that it makes some serious points, I should say, about how far AI should be in our lives and what we lose of ourselves with this type of an intrusive AI. I mean, one of the things that they do is she sends people on these contests. And if they do what the AI says on their phones, she you see wings on the person. So it's like all these games and things and manipulations. So it's a little frightening. It could happen. It is May 4th or May the 4th and the force be with you all. Here is a section of this cast dedicated to Star Wars. We Got This Covered makes a case for Obi-Wan Kenobi being the greatest Jedi of all time. Even though he laid down his life in A New Hope to be one with the Force. I always thought that Yoda was the GOAT Jedi since he influenced and trained so many, including Obi-Wan, and was still able to fight that memorable fight in Attack of the Clones with Count Dooku. I'd love that fight. Screen Rant reports that Rey actually might take a back seat in the New Order Jedi film. Jeff Snyder was on the Hot Mike po podcast, and he says her role can be more like Obi-Wan Kenobi in A New Hope. As the story goes, it takes place 15 years after The Last Skywalker. No release yet, but it's looking like December 2025. Variety has a review of Jedi Survivor, the the new video game that takes place five years after Jedi Fallen Order. The game has Cal Kestis making guerrilla strikes against Empire targets, but really it deals more with his own inner struggles. Have you seen the new video with Mark Hamill and Cameron Monaghan during the motion capture he did for the game? It's funny and has some great moments between the two. Look for Jedi Survivor coaching lessons on YouTube and it will also show up on the Sci-Fi Talk Facebook page. You can follow along and join. You can follow. You can see it there. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that. You can see it there and join my Facebook group, too. And that is private. So some good stuff coming there. I'm kind of revamping it a little bit. And here is some uh, closing news. Robbie reports on a Marvel rumor that Margot Robbie is being offered a ton of money for the role of Sue Storm in the Fantastic Four. There's also more to the rumor as Adam Driver was offered Reed Richards and Paul Mescal was offered Johnny Storm, AKA the Human Torch. Just rumors, we don't know that to be a fact at all, but we will see. Giant Freakin' Robot has a story on Black Superman that may be in the works for DC Studios as part of its non-canon Elseworlds. I'm not tongue gun in the way. James Gunn said he also has not read the script for the J.J. Abrams' Tai Nihishia Coates Superman movie. But we can't write that one off because you know, they're still kind of, um, you know, finding their way about this, uh, you know, this, this movie, this studio, this new DC studios. So, I, you know, he, he seems like he's open to a lot of different things. So we shall see. Elise Martin writes about The Maw Mouth of Omelas by Naomi Novik on Tor.com. It's in response to Ursula Le Guin's utopian magical realm. Her 
her whole, uh, you know, review of this and how it ties into Ursula Le Guin is worth a read at Tor.com. And coming up on Sci-Fi Talk is my interview, and that is tomorrow as I record this, because it's Thursday. On Friday, Jonathan Glasner and Dean Devlin talking about their series, The Ark. Can't do any spoilers, but we did kind of go over how it was created and things like that. I talked to him a few weeks ago, and maybe if you might have, some of you might have listened to it on Byte. And speaking of Byte, this weekend features video game composer Matthew Carl Earl. And going into Monday, we have the award-winning book author and reader-performer of The Monsters We Defy that recently won an Audi Award. And Wednesday has my entire Rebecca Ferguson roundtable on her new series, Silo. That is a must. I, you know, I, I believe it premieres May 5th, which is tomorrow. So definitely check that out. All right, that is my live Sci-Fi Talk Weekly. I'll be back next Thursday with a regular edition. This is Tony Tolado. We'll see how this plays out, and we'll do it again next month. All right, everybody take care. Let's, uh, let's close it out with a little bit of that music here. Yeah, let's do that. Thank you.